welcome everyone to Oh Come On Sports with Mike and Jesse. Uh, it is episode 50. Wow. We are 50 years old, or 50 episodes old. Do you, do you feel good? If I, I feel so good. If I feel like this when I'm 50, I'm doing pretty well for myself. Yeah, well, if I, I mean, by the time I'm 50, I'm going to feel like I'm 70, so <laughs> right now I feel pretty good for like a, for a guy who's in his late 40s, probably, and I'm in my mid-30s, so <laughs> there you it's go. all relative. So thank you everyone for listening for these last uh, 49 episodes, and we hope to give you 50 more, uh, and as we go on, we'll get better and better. Uh, I think we're much better than episode one. I listened to episode 28 today because we, that's when we did our baseball picks. And that episode is much worse than the ones we do right now, there as far go. as just flow and content and that type and that of thing. Was, that was like half a year ago, so it's crazy how, it, uh, how we can improve uh, just through practice. I guess that 10,000 hours thing actually makes sense. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Hey, practice. there's the reason that practice makes perfect is a saying. Yeah, but I like Allen Iverson's practice. We're talking about practice. Well, he was pretty elite. And the thing is, you, you, you can't be perfect. So when he said that in that scenario, I 100% agree with him. Like, get out of here. Like, I'm scoring 40 points a game. Don't talk to me about practice right now. I don't even mind that he said it 25 times. <laughs> he is pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Um, as always, we're on Twitter at Sporty Rants. And on Facebook, Oh Come On Sports. If you want to hit us up with any kind of topics you want us to talk about or anything or just... Just talk with us on those media platforms. We're always willing to chat. Today we're going to be doing our NHL preview of standings and our playoff uh, bracket. And we're going to look at our MLB review. So basically we're going to go back to episode 28 and see how good we were at predicting. Um, we, I'm pretty sure we're going to be off. Here's a spoiler. We're not that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> the teams that were supposed to do good did good. Yeah, that that's that was supposed to happen. We all had a couple. We had a couple hits and we had a few misses. Uh, but we'll, as always, we'll start off with some news and notes. Now this was two weeks worse, so some of it's old, but I think uh, some of it is interesting. Um, the Antonio Brown stuff, which has been dead for about a week now. Yeah. But before that, um, he was he was uh, caught basically sending intimidating texts to this woman. And uh, she released it to SI to Robert Klemko, and that led him to be released by the Patriots and nullify his guaranteed money. And now he's suing the NFL in nine different um, uh, suits to get like sixty million guaranteed because he feels like he was wronged. Right. So do you have any like I I have to me he's an idiot. Yeah. Because the whole thing with the Raiders was his fault. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he blames the Raiders for what they did. It's like, why didn't you just show up to practice? That's all you fucking had to do. And also wear proper footwear. Yeah, well, he's been, he's been messing this up through the entire thing. I mean, to go into a cryogenic uh, chamber without proper footwear is the dumbest thing you could do to begin with. So yes. it almost lends me to believe that there is something to the fact that he wanted to get away from the Raiders. He was trying to get released. And then he signs on. With the Patriots, which is the team he wanted to be on, but unfortunately for him, his ex not unfortunately, it's just he brought this on himself, his extracurricular baggage has caught up to him. Yeah, and like the, like a lot of people's has. And and he's kinda he kinda insinuated that like Robert Kraft was being was being a hypocrite because of the things he went through. Um, and you know you everyone's entitled to their opinion, but it doesn't change the fact that you did bad things. Right. And you're being accused of bad things. Yeah. You know, like, like none of this would have had to come up if you weren't putting yourself in situations where you could be accused to do, of do, be doing bad things. For sure. And this, you know, I mean, take this opinion for what it, it's worth, but this is what it appears to me as well, too. On top of the fact that Antonio Brown is acting like an idiot, he also has a problem with owners in the league, and it, it seems especially he has a problem, like, I don't know this other than what I, the evidence I've seen, but he called Mike Mayock a cracker. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure he's not... He, he, I think he has a problem with the black-white relationship, especially in the sense where the, where the, the person who owns the team is a rich, older, white guy, so that obviously causes him uh, some problems as well, too. And it's it's tough because he's so talented. If he, but he's also making mistakes off the field. You can't. So you here's the thing: if intimidating that person is terrible, but you're doing it in the stupidest way. On top of that, you're yes. sending it in a group text. She can screenshot that text. Other people are involved in that text. It looks like you're sicking 
the people that are on your payroll against her to dig up dirt and make her look bad. You're doing this all wrong. You're not. You're not thinking anything through clearly by yeah, the looks of it yeah. to me. He's. He's just. I think he's just angry and he's lashing out. Is what's happening. Yeah. And and he's not taking ownership for anything that he's done. Like he could have been wronged. Like sure. I, for sure, like they're absolutely of, this chick. That's this chick could very well be out for money. I could, for sure. I could one hundred percent see that for sure. being the solution. But he's not handling it properly. No, no, and and the Patriots, like they they are an organization that does not like drama. They they will they will take a chance on anybody. They took a chance on Randy Moss. They took a chance on Josh Gordon. They took a chance on Antonio Brown. Yep. But you have to when you go there, you have to be low key. And you have to produce on the field. Yes. The production on the field was going to come, but the problem is he couldn't stay low-key. But even if you produce on the field, if you act up off the field, they will cut you. The The, the biggest example of that is Randy Moss. That was such a shock to me when they cut Randy yes. Moss because he was a beast on the field with Tom did Brady. He, do you, did he only last like two and a half seasons with the Patriots? It, it could, yeah, it couldn't have been more than that for sure. And then he, and then he said something to the catering to the yeah. catering company, yeah, and Belichick didn't like it. That blew my mind because Randy Moss was finishing off his Hall of Fame career with one of the with a Hall of Fame quarterback, one of the greatest what, of all time. What's crazy is, is that he went to the Vikings to end his career, yeah, and he did nothing. No, yeah. right? Like, and it's like, did it, it almost like does Belichick like know you're washed up and look for a reason to get rid of you? Yeah, you know, he's like, done that with other guys. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so moving on to some NHL news, we had uh, just before the season started, which starts tonight, um, we had a bunch of RFA signs. So they learned the lesson from William Nylander: you can't let this drag on into the season because they just all got it done before. They the all season. got it done before. Uh, the Lightning managed to get uh, Braden Point under for a three-year, twenty point two five million, which is amazing a... deal for a ninety-six point player. Yes, yes, and considering their cap situation, that blew my goddamn mind. There is a um, huge advantage for them not paying state taxes in Florida. Yes. Although it's not an advantage for the Panthers, apparently. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that, that's, that's what makes me laugh. Like, people are like, well, they don't have to pay state tax. I'm like, neither does Florida. Yeah, I think you also have to be a good organization yeah, on yeah, top of that. It's not just that, okay? Um, uh, the key here with a lot of these RFA signings is that the last year of the deal, it's all backloaded. And that's because coming out of their their because these like because uh, Kachuk did one three year deal, so it's kind of like a bridge deal, a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. But this way that that after their bridge deal is done, then their qualifying offers have to be the same as what their last year was. So what, the players yeah. are ensuring that they're going to get a bump in pay at that point. This is kind of a win win really for both the team yes. and the player because it allows uh, these players, these high end players, to take these less to take less money right now. And three years is a long time. That's a good window to, to try to win in. Yeah. So, so the team also has a lot of time in those three years to decide. You know, is this guy we're going to go forward with? Um, are we going to rebuild, and do we need to get rid of him anyway? So it kind of works out for both sides. Um, I like how the players. Like, I, I don't think they wanted to take three years, but I like that the players ended up taking three years because take like don't don't walk into an organization where for 7 years when so much could change 3 years you can kind of see where it's going to go and after 3 years if you see it's not going well you just walk and go, go be a free agent and you're going to be you're going to be in your like mid 20s like 26 27 in some cases and it's like I agree. The world is your oyster. Like, I only know. Pay. I only know of a couple of those long deals that really worked out. Like I look at Ovechkin. I think that deal worked out fine. Yeah, the Crosby deal worked Crosby out fine. Crosby deal is fine, but they're few and far between. Yes, they're the they're the exceptions, not the rules. And these guys are elite players, but you got to put talent around them. Edmonton's running into this right now. Yeah, they got the best player are in the you, world. Are you telling me Zach Cassian on his right wing is not gonna is not enough talent for Connor McDavid? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, okay. that's what I'm saying. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Anyone, I, my kid could say that. He's <laughs> two. He would know that. Did you see how much they're charging for food at uh, the stadium up there? No. Uh, so a, a large Coke and a large no, sorry, a large so a twenty ounce draft and a popcorn was twenty dollars and ninety five cents, and a and a hot dog and a draft was eighteen ninety five, and then I think there was chicken fingers fries. Wait, wait, they're and a charging co- more for popcorn? Yeah, the popcorn deal with a twenty ounce draft and a large popcorn. Was twenty dollars and ninety five cents, I believe. That is ridiculous. Yeah, 
So I mean, and you'd have to pay extra for butter, I'm sure. Yeah, based on my like rudimentary uh, math, I, I I would guess they're making eighteen dollars profit off of that popcorn and beer combo. Just ridiculous, and you know the ticket prices aren't aren't you know they're going to be crazy expensive. Yeah. It's it's insane. Someone said it was like two hundred and thirty bucks for second bowl. Uh, oh, it's it's getting to a, watch a team that yeah. uh, spoiler alert I picked to not make the playoffs. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just because you get you get to watch McDavid. Oh my! God. But there's a lot of people at Edmonton that are that are protesting this. I mean, just on Twitter and whatnot, saying you know what, this is price gouging. This is terrible. Th- this that is, is terrible, terrible behavior by but, the team. But the only way that uh, that the team changes is if you don't show up for games. Right. That's right. Um, and and let's face it, people are still going to show up for games. They are. Um, I remember, um, I remember coming out of the last lockout, which would have been what twelve thirteen. Is that right? That was a half season. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, and I remember a lot of people talking like they they're like, I'm never going back to the NHL after they did this to me, and I'm like, oh, like that's like good for you for taking a stand. Yeah. And yet, like the 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 opening opening night in January or whatever, uh, all the all this like everything in Canada was sold out. Yeah. Like. Well, and that's the thing. There's you can talk tough, but yeah, there's some some teams that can't take that for granted, and that's where there's a lot of, especially Canadian teams. Like the best example of this is Toronto. Toronto can afford to take their fan base for granted, yes, which is a terrible thing to say, but they can, and they'll sell out all the time, and they'll sell out for big money all the time. So that's where the leadership group needs to say, we can't let that affect us. We need to be focused on winning. For the fans, we can't worry about the fact that no matter what we do, the fans are going to be there. Yep. But then, of course, the lesser uh, arenas need to know that they're going to lose fans if they don't win. Ottawa. Ottawa's a big Ottawa's thing. a great one. Like, they're they're going to be in for a rough go. That fan base yeah. is not going to come out to watch that team. We already talked about Miami, Florida, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's it for news and notes. Oh, the Blues acquired Justin Falk for Joel Edmondson and a bunch of pieces. And then immediately signed Falk to a seven-year, $45.5 million deal. I, I like Falk. He's a good uh, big shot on the point. Yeah, I think he's I think he's uh, one year younger than Edmondson. Yeah. So that could be why. Ed, Ed, uh, Edmondson's a more defensive player, yeah, better Falk. hitter, that type of person. Um, the there was a potential trade with Falk going to the Ducks, but it fell through because uh, they couldn't agree on a contract. Really? So thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's about it for news and notes. Patrick Lane signed. Uh, a prove it deal, like yep. two years, thirteen and a half mil. Like that that's, is that that's is a prove it. There's some uh, there's some pressure on him now because yeah. he's going to have to have a better all around game. That or off- he's or he's going to have to score forty goals a year. That offense is going to have to score uh, close to two hundred eighty to two hundred ninety goals this season to be for the team to be any good because that decor is shattered. Yeah, without Buffalo. Spoiler alert: I don't think they're going to have a good season. <laughs> All right, we're going to start off with our... Uh, we're going to eat some crow here and look at our MLB um, standings and playoff predictions and see how bad we were. So Mike here is going to pull up the standings and we can we can uh, <laughs> go through uh, looking at how, how bad we are at uh, predicting these things. Um, Starting out with the AL East. We'll start out with the AL East. Uh, we took the... Uh, I took the Orioles to finish last. And they, they did. did, and so did you. <laughs> I think we're both right. Orioles and Jays yeah. coming, bringing up the rear, yeah. and that's what happened. Uh, we both missed on the Red Sox, though. I picked the Red Sox to finish in first. You picked them to finish in second. Yeah, they finished in third and out of the playoffs. Yeah, so that was uh, that was something. I'm I'm like I'm mad now that I wasn't more aggressive with the Rays. Everything was pointed to them having a really good season this year. Yeah. But I, but the thing is, I didn't expect the Red Sox to fall like they have. Yeah, that was crazy. I think that I think the Mookie Betts situation is is burdening them. The fact we talked about Dave, they're Dumb- going to trade him. We talked about Dumb- right? yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to trade him. I they're think so. Trade they, 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 we talked about Dombrowski last episode about the way he works with his teams. He spends a bunch. He really over leverages his teams to the point where they run into this situation where you're going to have to trade one of the best five tool players in the league. So who's who's trading for him then? Who's got the farm system to do it? Oh man, I I don't know. I haven't looked that, into that's that very what they're much. They're gonna want right. They're yeah. gonna want. They're gonna want to like restock their farm system on the fly. Basically, it's gonna be some weird team that we've never that we weren't thinking of. It the same way that San Diego came in for Manny Machado. It's like seemed, Atlanta. 
But but do they have the farm system anymore too? Because oh, they've, no, they've given a lot, a lot of, of that a away. A lot of their guys are in the. the a lot of their guys are there now, so I don't know who who's got the top farm system and that type of information. But I, I'm totally with you. They're it's they're they're going to trade them. They're going to get a boatload. They're going to get some good players now. They're going to get prospects on top of that. That's Picks be, don't matter as much in the MLB, but <laughs> yeah, it's, that's going to be insane. Uh, I took the Yankees to finish in second. You took them to finish in first, so you're yeah. right on that. Yeah. Uh, we both had the Rays in third, and they ended up finishing in second. Um, so we were yeah, we were okay with that division. We only really missed on the Red Sox. Yeah, not too bad. Um, that's the, the division we follow the most closely. As yes, well. that's true. Uh, in the Central, uh, I took the Indians to be first. Twins second, White Sox third, Royals, and then Tigers. And I just pressed the team and just fucked up his phone. You just you just brought I, up all I, the wrong information. Well, I just want to know about the White don't, Sox and what their last ten was. Don't touch. Let me let me <laughs> let me handle this now. And Mike also took he took Cleveland, then Minnesota, then White Sox, Detroit, and KC. And so Minnesota finished first in that division. Yeah, Minnesota finished first. Yeah. Um. So and the Indians. We, we basically had it right. We should have had. Yeah. We should have known about the Indians though, because they kind of sat on their hands. Yeah, all they did. You know, we should have figured there should have been a regression there. But, but I didn't realize the Twins were going to become one of the best power hitting teams of all Holy time. Shit! Like that was insane. The best? Did they not? Did the, they not set the yeah, record? They they had what did they have five thirty home run guys? Yes. Is that what it is? Yes. Oh my goodness! And you look at their names, and you're like, like, yeah. like you've heard of them, but they're not yeah. guys that you would automatically think of that have thirty no. home power. No. Not at all. Uh, and then I like I actually had Detroit finishing ahead of Kansas City, but I think I just listened to the podcast. I said flip flop those two. It, it's just a crapshoot after Minnesota and, and Cleveland, basically. Yeah, and Detroit was god awful this year. Yeah, Detroit is another Dave Dombrowski team that has been suffering since yes, that guy left. Yes, and they they have not done a good job of rebuilding the uh, the farm system. Yeah. Going to the AL West, um, I had the Astros one, which is probably the easiest pick of all. Because uh, and that you had the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you took the A's to finish in second, so yeah. you're bang on. I took the Angels. I put too much faith in uh, uh, Trout. Uh, I thought Otani would be able to last the whole year as a batter. I also yeah. thought they'd get Keuchel. Yeah, and that was very wrong. Yeah, you uh, said that in in that episode I listened to. You thought they would get Keuchel. Well, you said they needed to get a pitcher, and then that would be when they could make a move. So you're probably they, right about that. But they, they did didn't, not. They do didn't it, do it. So it's you know. I was very wrong on that. And then I had the uh, Athletics, Rangers, Mariners, and it finished Rangers, Angels, Mariners. And I have no idea what I said because in the episode, we totally glossed <laughs> over it. We mentioned the Astros and the A's, and then we left the, the division altogether. So I don't know what I said after that. Oh, man. All right, moving to the NL East. I took the Phillies to finish in first and the Nationals to finish in second, then Braves, Mets, and Marlins. Uh, you, yeah. you basically had the same thing. Yeah. And we were, we were wrong on the Braves. We both thought they'd regress being a young team, but they did not. They played awfully well this no, year. They were fantastic. Uh, the Nationals did make the playoffs, which we both predicted. Yeah. Uh, but the Phillies, they didn't get the pitching they needed. No. Like, that's what it came to, no. down to. They, they... Spent all this money on offense and they couldn't oh. get pitching. And I made the bold prediction. I thought Aaron Nola could challenge for a Cy Young this year. Yeah, and that did not happen. Not, not even close. I was totally off on that. But he looked so good the previous year, I thought he could do it. All right. Looking at the Central, you had Cubs, Brewers, Cards, yeah, Pirates, Reds. I had Cards, Brewers, Cubs, Reds, Pirates. Yeah. You were good. I nailed you it. Na- you nailed it. I nailed it. And yeah. you know what? I remember looking at this like half like about I want to say July and the cards were not looking good. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I picked them to go to the World Series, man. <laughs> Holy shit, like this is brutal. But I nailed that division. That's awesome. Uh the Brewers uh got eliminated last night in the NL wild card. Um, but that was amazing they even made it given the fact they lost Yelich. Yes, yes, and uh they were up in the game too and, yeah. and the Nationals scored three runs in the eighth to, to take it. Brewers are a good baseball team. Yeah, they then they're built to succeed in the future too. Yeah. Um, and then going to the West, we have I, I had Dodgers, Rockies, uh, Padres, Diamondbacks, Giants, and that's not at all as how, how the Dodgers was right. That's about it. Yeah, I thought the Rockies were going to be much better than they were. So yeah, I had Dodgers, Rockies, Padres. Uh, Diamondbacks, Giants. 
Uh, and Diamondbacks, I was surprised. Um, they were 85 and 77. That surprised me, especially with Granky being traded and Goldschmidt. As well Goldschmidt too. gone, yeah. and they still finished above 500. They, like, have, they have a bunch of good players I've never heard of. Yes, yeah. yes, their whole goddamn roster. Yeah. You're looking, you're like, who are these yeah. guys? No, good on them. Um, so that was uh, that was something else. Um, and I had in the the uh, wild card, I had the Angels over the Yankees and the Braves over the Nationals. So, like, and this is um, uh, so I was wrong on both accounts. <laughs> yeah. And, and I said I said the Yankees and the Dodgers in the World Series. That was yes. my prediction. I picked I picked Astros over Cardinals, so I'm still alive in that. Oh, I think you're gonna be. I think you're gonna be. I could be bang right. on, man. Could to be, right. be honest, well, with you, you could too, though. I could. Um, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Uh, and you picked the Yankees over. Yeah. The, uh, the uh, Dodgers. We didn't say. Didn't say okay. <laughs> if if and, you're asking me right now, I picked the Dodgers. Would you? Okay, yeah. they finally get over the hump. Yeah, I don't know if the Yankees have enough pitching. Even though the Dodgers starting pitching, like Kershaw's not what he used to be, but I still think the in in that matchup, I think the Dodgers would probably win. God, the Yankees can mash though. I don't know. That's a tough one. I'll go with the Dodgers. And you had MVP picks too. You, I, you picked, I picked Bergman and Goldschmidt. Bregman. Well, Bregman. Bregman, Bregman's going to win. Yeah, more yeah. than likely because they're not yeah. going to give it to Trout because he missed the last two or three weeks. How I haven't checked in the National League. Huh? Uh, it's good. It's probably going to be um, the dude. From L.A. Bellinger, Bellinger, yeah, that's Woody right. Bellinger. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it could have been Yelich, but again, he got hurt. So, yeah. but you're bang on a one M- yeah. AL MVP. So. But I called him Bergman. <laughs> well, besides, that, <laughs> we all know what you mean. I, I like he's he's a better hitter than I thought when he first came into the league. He was an elite defensive player. He was like a you know like a, a high end third baseman. But I didn't think he would turn into the hitter that he has. Yeah. And he was a first overall pick. And in baseball, those don't always hit. It's no, it's actually no. rare. That's one of the few few leagues. I think that is the like out of the out of the four majors. Uh being a first overall pick in baseball yeah. doesn't mean like it does in NHL, NBA, yeah. or NFL. Uh, right? Bregman, Bryce Harper. I know there's some other ones I'm forgetting, but that's just a couple well, that are like it's hard to find them. Yeah, you can't just uh, name. Well, them. and you can you can look at guys that didn't pan out. Like Josh Hamilton was a right. first overall, but obviously he had substance abuse yeah. problems, and he was great for a time too. Um, there was a I can't even think. There was a bunch of guys that just did not do anything. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. The majority of them, like you know, first Apple, round picks. A guy named like I think it's Mark Apple that the Astros took. And uh, he ended up blowing out his elbow, and and he's never gonna. Never heard of that guy in my life. Yeah, he's never gonna do anything. So yeah, crazy. Yeah. All right, now we're gonna do our NHL predictions. We're gonna do our division standings, and then we are going to do our playoff bracket, which is gonna be. It might look like a useless exercise come uh, come. Will we'll, we do it middle of April? But we'll see. We'll see. It's good um, to look back. and uh, I remember last year I picked the Leafs over the Jets because I was tired of a Canadian team not winning. Yeah. Uh, and that did not pan out because no Canadian team made it out of the first round. No. Th- those <laughs> The playoffs last year were insane. And oh, in, in a good way. I mean, uh, the fact that the Flames got eliminated early, it was a shitty, but it, the playoffs were very entertaining last year. All right. You go first. What division are you going to do? Uh, should we start in the uh, Central Division in the sure, West here? Sure. Uh, I think Colorado is going to be the conference leader. Conference league. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I got them as number one. Okay. I took Avalanche first in the Central also. Okay. And then I got Dallas, uh, St. Louis, Nashville, Chicago, Winnipeg, Minnesota. So I took the Predators to finish second, Blues third, Stars, Blackhawks, Jets, Wild. Uh, Jets and Wild will miss the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and I think the Wild are going to be garbage. I do too. I think they're going to regress. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. I also think the Jets uh, and the Wild will, will miss. Which will. Which will. Uh, get Bruce Boudreaux fired and the Bill Garrett era will take over and he'll try to get rid of a bunch of guys. Uh, he'll be stuck with Parise and Suter until we're in our 60s, so I, that doesn't matter. I agree with all of that. Um, so, And the two wildcard teams are going to come from the Central and the West. That's it's going to be the Stars what, yeah. and the Blackhawks. That's what I think too, except I think it's going to be Nashville and the Blackhawks. I think the Stars are going to take a step up this year. Okay. And, and I think Nashville's going to regress a little bit. Okay. Uh, what do you got in the Pacific? The Pacific, I got the hometown heroes, the Calgary Flames as number one. There you go. I got the Vegas Golden Knights, second, San Jose. I got Arizona, Vancouver, Anaheim, Los Angeles, Edmonton. I got Arizona taking a jump. Phoenix. Okay. I took the Golden Knights to finish in first. And the big reason with the Golden Knights 
was, I think, a full season of Mark Stone with Pacioretty, and then on their second line, they'll have um, they'll have Stastny with Marshall Show. Like, I just think it's nice, and they got the rookie Cody Glass centering that yeah, top line too. Yeah, and I just think having having a full season worth of that, and and their GM uh, does really good work. Uh, I think they're going to have a really good season. I think the Flames are going to... Because what did they finish last year? Like 110 100, points? 100, it was 103 or something? 106 yeah, or yeah, something? Yeah, somewhere in that range. I could see them having more points this year, but I think the Golden Knights are going to be very good. So you so you really like the Golden Knights? Yes, I do. Yep. Uh, and the Sharks will be in third. The reason I picked the Sharks to, to tumble just a, a little bit is losing Pavelski, I think, is going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really trust Martin Jones. He hasn't proven that he can be trusted long term yeah, yet, so, so I, it's, it's yeah, it's hard to argue with that. I just think their team is so good that they're still going to be in that third spot. Uh, I took the Oilers uh, next at fourth in the Pacific, then the Coyotes, the Canucks, the Kings, and the Ducks. You think the Oilers are going to be a lot better than me? I I do. I think. Well, I first off, I think the Kings and Ducks are going to have really bad seasons. I also, I yeah, I, I, Ducks, I agree with you. The Ducks were saved last year because Gibson was playing at a Vezina level, and I just don't know if he can maintain that pace for another season. Fair enough. Uh, the Kings are still old, you know. Uh, they didn't get younger. They didn't get well, but they didn't get better. It's not, it's not the fact that they didn't get younger. It's just they didn't get better. And they got Drew Doughty on a long-term contract now yes. after he's won a cup. So, to me, that just screams him taking it, taking some time off. Yes, but you know what? You had to pay the guy. It's like the Black the Blackhawks thing. You have to pay the guy. Yeah. Uh, the Canucks, I don't think their talent is there. Like, their, their young talent is ready to take that step yet. Um, uh, and obviously paying $13.5 million to your fourth line is about as dumb as can be. It's not very The smart. Coyotes... They intrigue me because I could totally see them making a push for that that second wild card against me the Blackhawks. I stuff, thought about that too, but I could also see them being in last. <laughs> like they they just intrigue me. And the Oilers, I just look and I know like like around Drysaddle and McDavid, there's not a lot there, but I just feel like those two can can pull them forward. Um, now. This is in fourth now. Like this isn't like the Ducks are going to be like sixty points and the Oilers are no. going to be eighty. Like I'm thinking the Ducks are going to be like seventy five and the Oilers will be like seventy nine or something. Right. Like it'll be like that. It'll be a close mm-hmm. race. Um, uh, Sharks. I explained. Flames. Yes. <coughs> Going back to the Central, just to explain my thought process, the Avalanche. I love their young decor that's coming up. Uh, I think a full season of Grubauer is going to be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think McKinnon is going to be uh, probably the Hart Trophy winner. I uh, think he's just going to go. He'll be elevated to MVP yeah. status. And I think them getting Kadri is 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 a, not a sneaky move, but it's going to be a very good move that gives them a good one-two punch. Yeah. Um, and it'll, it'll work for them. The Predators... Um, they also got Ranton in now, like under yes, contract they as did. well too. Yes, that that's the, that group of forwards is so quick, so strong, and very elite in my opinion. The Predators they lost Subban, but they gained Deshane. And you look at their forward core, and you're like, how could they not? The only thing that worries me with the Predators is Pekka Rinne. He's getting older. Yeah, you don't know how long he can hold up. But they still got Soros. He's a pretty good, you know. Yeah. Back. he's not really even a backup. He's he's a starter quality goalie. So I think they'd be fine switching to him when Rene uh, starts to tail off. Uh, the Blues, I just, from top to bottom, they have a very solid team. It's just very hard to repeat. Uh, it, it was Detroit, like, 12 years ago that did it, and Pittsburgh just recently. Like, it's not easy to do. Uh, the Stars, Pavelski's gonna be good, especially if he's playing with, like, on Sagan's line. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna be good. He'll probably put up 40 goals. I expect a big year out of Jamie Benn. I just, after that top line, what do they got? That's what worries me with them. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, and the Blackhawks, I think um, my thought process is Robin Leonard will push them there. And I think that I think the the Islanders did a really stupid thing of letting him go. 
Yeah, I didn't understand that either. Unless they know something we don't know, I didn't think that was a great move. Yeah. Because who'd they sign uh, from uh, Colorado? Varlamov. Yeah, they signed Varlamov at the same, basically the same price you could the get. The same price, but more term. More term. They gave him four years, and Leonard only got one from the Blackhawks. I would have went with Leonard, especially after he just had a great season yeah. for you. He's been out up front about his mental health issues, the alcoholism. He's, he's out there talking about it, trying to do the right thing. So I would have went with him. And everyone talks like the Islanders, like it's their defensive system that any goalie can play there. But the, all the metrics say, like defensively, they weren't great. They had they had really good goaltending, and I think he could do the same thing for the Blackhawks, who their defense yeah. core is kind of shaky. Um, and I think Kane's going to have a good year, and Debrinket will have a good year. Like, and they got uh, Strom, do they not? Dylan Strom? Yeah. Was it Dylan or Ryan? I can't even remember. One of the Stroms. They have him, and I yeah, think it would he's be gonna, Ryan. Uh, the Jets. That decor is. Not especially without big buffs. It's not even the same. It's, not, it's, it's completely depleted. So unless they score, like I said earlier, two hundred ninety to three hundred goals, there's yeah. no way. And the Wild are just gonna. I think they're just gonna collapse. They're, they're too long of them just being in that like eighty-five to ninety point range. Yeah. Or sorry, the ninety to ninety-five point range, and it's like I think this is the the collapse. No, I'm, um, with, I'm with you. All right, so moving to the East. Yeah. All right, you go first. Uh so go go with the Atlantic Division here. Uh, I got Tampa Bay as first, Toronto, Boston, Montreal, Buffalo, Detroit, Ottawa. Okay. Did you got Florida in there? No, I didn't put Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck (laughs) Fuck Florida. Did I forget them? What did I do here? I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, there's there's eight. I I miss Florida. You know, that's what we think of Florida. Never mind their state tax that they don't have any. Uh, so let me go ahead and throw them in. I'm going to throw them in uh, Florida. I'm going to throw them in. Actually, Detroit and Ottawa are last. I almost want to put them below Buffalo. No, I'm going to put I'm going to put Florida after Montreal. Okay. So uh, they're they're going to be the fourth last from the bottom. Uh, and just terrible. so everyone knows, as we're we're watching here, the Rays just uh, just beat the Oakland Athletics, so they're going to be facing the Yankees, I believe. Nope, the Astros. What an, like what a great game! Those are amazing teams. Yeah, but I mean, it, it wasn't. It was a great game in the sense that there were two really good teams that had great seasons, but uh, the Tampa Bay actually kind of dominated this game. Uh, okay, so I picked. So I went with the Lightning in first. But I don't think they're going to do 128 points like they did this past year. I, uh, I think their whole thing this year is they're do enough to get the first seed in the in the East, which they which they will, and it'll probably be like 110 or 112 points or something, mm-hmm. and uh, do enough to do that. But it's all geared towards exercising those playoff demons. The way they got eliminated, that's that's their whole focus. I, so I don't like you're not gonna see them just like with sixty wins again and stuff. Like I just don't see it happening. Uh, I'd take the Leafs to finish in second, uh, the Bruins to finish in third. The reason because the Bruins were in second last year, but the reason I took the Bruins to take just to, or the Leafs to overtake the Bruins. Is because the Bruins didn't do much of anything in the offseason. And and obviously Bergeron's a year older. Charles mm-hmm. a year older. And I think the Leafs um, this year, they have all hands on deck, basically. Yes. Uh, like they, they don't have the Nylander thing hanging around them. They don't have the... Uh, they don't have the martyr thing hanging around them. I think it's it's they're on a mission. They're on a mission. They're also on a time frame because yes. not all these guys are going to be around for much longer based on the way that their salary is structured right now. Exactly. Someone exactly. you know they could lose someone next year as early like someone as like Morgan Riley next year. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I took the Sabers to finish in fourth and getting the second wild card spot. And the Ooh. big reason is is they have to. How many years have we seen that they're like they're like oh this is the Sabers are going to take a big step, and they ended up firing Phil Housley at the end of last year and they hired Ralph Kruger. I think it's just they, basically they have they have to put up or shut up. That's kind of how I feel. And I think they're going to shut up. Uh, the Panthers are going to be in fifth and just missed out on the second wild card. Um, I, hey, I, that's where I had them too. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I remembered. Uh, I got the Canadians in sixth. Uh, but then there's there's going to be like a tier there. So th- those three teams are going to be battling for the second wild card spot. Yeah. Uh, the Red Wings and Senators are going to be junk. Yes. Like they're going to be awful. Absolutely. I can see the Senators winning only like twenty five games or something like that. Like yeah. it's going to be, 
and like the Red Wings winning like 27 or something. It's going to be rough times in those two cities. I'm with you for sure. The reason I, I actually have Montreal getting in a playoff spot here, and I like I, I just like the way they played at the end of last season. They really showed that despite they had some players I wasn't totally familiar with, they showed that they had a lot of uh, a lot of guts and they really played well. Yeah, well, yeah, I could, I could totally see... And they got a leak goaltender, even though he's yeah, paid if, a bunch. If Carey Price plays otherworldly like we know he can, mm-hmm. I could totally see them taking the second or first wildcard spot mm-hmm. for sure. Um, okay, let's move on to the Metro. Metro. The worst, the worst named division in the history of divisions. Yeah. Jeez, I, I don't even know if I like this pick, but I'm taking Pittsburgh. I like them. I like Pittsburgh, Washington, Philly, Carolina, New Jersey, Islanders... Columbus Rangers. Okay. Okay. Do you have any like uh so the reason I'm thinking that I like I, I mean I love I love Pittsburgh. I got Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, let's go. Whoever they seem to put around them, they're a well-organized team. They do a great job. I think Washington, I don't know why I keep getting this feeling, but I feel like Washington now that they've won their cup, I feel like they're this is totally this could be totally wrong, but I feel like they are almost like they're they're satisfied. So I, I don't feel like... Content. Almost. Yeah, content. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I, I don't feel like Washington's going to be as big of a threat. I think Philadelphia is going to be better than they were last year. I like the way Carolina was last year. I like their team. I, I was really critical of them when Dundon first took over. I didn't like the way they were doing things there. But I, I kind of like some of the stuff they've done now. And that, 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 that was kind of my thinking going into that there. And, you know, Islanders, Rangers, I just don't have much faith in the Rangers. Uh, Columbus, I think, is they, they had some pieces, but they lost you know they lost some big pieces to free agencies. So I think they're going to take a step back as well. I agree with you with the Penguins. I took them to finish first in the Metro. I I think a big reason is, and I'm hearing like a lot of chatter from from like media guys that like uh, their window is closing that. And to me, I think Malkin because he didn't have a great year up to his standards last year. I think he's got a lot to prove. Yeah, especially like he basically got Phil out of town. Because he didn't like playing with him and he didn't like his attitude. Yeah. So I think he's going to try to prove that, like, he doesn't need Phil to succeed. And I think if, if, and Crosby just seems to be, like, Crosby seems to get 90 to 100 points every year. Like, it just seems to be like clockwork with this fucking guy. Well, and he's a robot as far as being a good overall player all over the ice. Yes. Like, he, he, never takes, he never takes that for granted. So, if he plays if he plays up to his standard, which I'm, I'm sure he will, yeah. uh, and Matt Murray's healthy the entire year, and you get a healthy Chris Letang for at least 60 to 70 games, yeah. I think they're going to win the division. I took the Capitals to finish in second. Again, I, I agree with you with the, the content part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took the Devils to finish in third. I don't. I don't mind that. I really liked what they did this off season. Um, Corey Schneider needs to play well. Obviously, he needs to have a rebound season. He, yes, it all it hinges on him for sure. Uh, and I took the Hurricanes to finish in the the first wild card spot and fourth in the division. Yeah. Um, I've seen places saying that the Hurricanes are going to win the Metro. I don't know. A rah-rah type coach like Brindamore, they usually don't do well the second year. Like it kind of like loses its shine a yeah, little bit. And the players were like, these are yeah. pro players. These aren't like uh, kids. Yep. These are pro players. And they're like, dude, shut up. Like, <laughs> I, like I got like two kids at home. I was going to say six. It's yeah. NHL. It's, it's not Philip Rivers we're talking about here. <laughs> or Antonio Camardi. <laughs> Who both did it for two very different reasons. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, but I think they're just like, you know, like, we're, we're fucking adults here. I don't need your rah-rah bullshit. You see that with a guy like Daryl Sutter. Like, he had to become a more of a button pusher and a more subtle type of coach as time went on because he used to wear thin with that type yes, of... Yes, the Mike Keenan mold. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, I took the Flyers to finish at first, or, or in fifth, sorry, and but to just miss out on a wild card berth. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, is it Carter Hart or Corey Hart? Uh, Corey... No, I think Corey Hart's the singer. Yeah, he wears is. his sunglasses. Yeah, at yeah night. that is for sure. <laughs> I, just, I just took a stab at one of them. I think Carter Hart should wear his sunglasses at night, and I think he'd be significantly cooler. Um, uh, but they have Elaine Vigneault, and he never like he always does well in his first year at a new stop. So yeah. I can I can see them getting into playoffs. Uh, Rangers, they're still they're they're still in the midst of a rebuild. I kind of feel bad for Henrik. Mm-hmm. Um, the Islanders, I think, are going to take a huge tumble down to seventh. Uh, I think last year they had their um, they had their uh, 
you know, Tavares left us. We're all we're all mad. You know, everyone's counting us out. We're angry about everything. Like, yeah. and, and they they rolled that all the way to playoffs. They don't have that this year. And I think Varlamov is a huge step down from Leonard. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's like a lateral move at all. I think it's a huge step down. Yeah. Uh, and the Blue Jackets, they just lost too much in the offseason. There's no way. Yeah. You know, and Tortorella is going to do his best to, to, you know, get the lunch pail talk going about how nobody respects us. But I just don't think the talent's there to compete. And speaking about it, it's about time he wore out his welcome. Unless he's totally changed as a coach and he's going to be a little softer going forward, he's about at that time frame where yes. people are going to stop listening to him. Well, I've stopped because he's not fighting anybody in the in the uh, hallways anymore, so he's not even entertaining to me anymore. Can, can you believe he was trying to get into the Flames locker room when Brian McGratton was standing in the doorway? Like, yeah. what did he think was going to happen? What, <laughs> yeah. what was he going to do? Yeah, big, bigger is just going to let you go. Yeah. And Brian McGrath would have done nothing other than just hold him in place. But what did he think he was going to do? Get past him? No. <laughs> and five, five, and he was going to fight Bob Hartley. Yeah. Bob, oh man, Bob and, Hartley. And did you, oh, that video that was so that there were so many things in that video because Clint Malarchuk, the goalie coach for the Flames. Came flying out of the room, yes. wanting to get a, a piece of uh, of Tortorella so bad. His glasses were half <laughs> off his face. His tie was being stretched. Someone was holding him back. And for those that don't know, Clint Malarchuk, he's a a beast of a human being. He's a farm boy from from Canada. Uh, he attempted suicide yes. on, on his farm, Did, and and he didn't die. He shot himself in the head. Didn't die. Didn't wasn't he the one that got cut in the throat? Got cut in the throat by a skate on yeah. the ice. This guy's had an incredible life. And I remember the hearing that the trainer saved his life because he reached right into his throat and like squeezed yeah. to stop the blood flow. And I'm just like, like I, I get squeamish with that stuff. Oh and I'm God. just like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to read a book that'll make you cry, laugh, you know, want to throw up, read Clint Malarchuk's book. It's an incredible story about, uh, you know, mental health, uh, just doing what, what these guys do. It's, it's, it's incredible. All right, let's do our playoff uh, playoff picks here. Uh, where do you want to start? The West? Yeah, might as well. All right, I'll, I'll go first because okay. I'm going to the division. So I had the Golden Knights beating the Blackhawks in the first round. Okay. The Flames beating the Sharks. Avs beating the Stars. And Blues beating the Predators in the first round. All right. So I had Colorado beating Chicago. Dallas beating St. Louis. Calgary beating Nashville. And then Golden Knights beating San Jose. Okay. Okay. Then in the second round, I took the Knights to beat the Flames and the Avs to beat the Blues. How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I, I understand. I'm I understand. Sorry. I understand. <laughs> to the Knights? No, come on. We could be. No. I just said the Knights are going to be like the they're best, good. the second I know. best team. They're good. I'm trying to fight it, but they're good. I get they're it. Good. But I want the Flames to do well, obviously. I know you do. But they need uh, the Flames also need to get past the first round. Like if they're if hundred percent, if they get eliminated in the first round, like like uh, uh, Brad Tree Living may as well like sell his house and move to Alaska because people are gonna fucking burn it down. And so I'm I'm picking the Flames to go a little farther, and I, I don't want to seem like a homer, but I'm thinking they. Hey, actually, listen, it worked for the Raptors. It did. You, yeah, you follow your heart, man. I, I actually you willed that shit into existence. I actually think that they learned something from the experience last year. I think this doesn't sit well with. Anybody on this team before in the in the past, I would say the Flames had guys who didn't care so much, honestly. Yeah. But now I think Johnny Gaudreau cares. I think Matthew Kachuk cares. I think Sean Monahan cares. I know Giordano cares. You know, you go through the list. These guys care. I shit on Lucic, but he's a guy that if he's if he wants to beat like if he wants to play, he's like a playoff guy. Like he's built for that kind of stuff. And I hope that Bill Peters also learned that to use what got you to the dance. Roll your lines. Don't try to match lines. You know. Mm-hmm. Don't try to play that cute game. And then let's let's be honest. They ran into a juggernaut last year in Colorado. Colorado finished last in that in in the playoff picture there. Yeah. But that did not mean that that's where they where they stood as a team. They were a much better team than where they finished. I read that they had like uh, they had fourteen overtime losses. So that's fourteen loser points. So like wow. it, you know, you got to figure if they if they win like like half of those, then. You know, like how many? Uh, our prediction of them being first is pretty up there. Yeah, exactly. Pretty, pretty realistic. Uh, so the third, or sorry, you would you take in the second round? So I got Colorado beating Dallas. Yeah. I got Calgary beating San Jose. Okay. I have in the, the conference final. I have the Golden Knights beating the Avalanche. Okay. And you have. And I got Colorado beating Calgary. Okay. Okay. 
And that's for all the reasons I just talked about. I, I just think Colorado is an elite team right now. Their forwards are so big, strong, and fast. I love Calgary's defense. I love Giordano. I like Hamannick. I like Hannafin. I like all those guys. But I, I, I saw what Colorado did to them last year. I don't think Colorado got any worse. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think well, the Flames got, got any worse. And they got a, sh- a shit disturber in Kadri, and you yeah. know he's just going to get under everybody. He's, he's going to bring another element, and he could easily get under the Flames. And the Flames already hate him. All right, moving to the East. I took in the first round the Lightning to beat the Sabres, the Leafs to beat the Bruins. They're going to finally slay, slay the fucking wow. boogeyman. They have to. Yeah. They have to. Or else, I, I honest to God think Babcock will be fired if they get if they get eliminated in the first round again. Yeah. Like, I think they're just going to be like, I don't care about this eight-year deal. Like, how can you not lead us past the first round with this collection of talents? The, the Leafs. Because it'll be three straight years at that point? The Leafs are, yeah, you're right. And the Leafs are one of the few teams that can afford to fire a coach making that much money yes. and say we're going a different direction. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which would make uh, Mike Commodore very happy. He, he, put he, out, he, put out another, he put out another tweet today oh, about, about, the about the Spezza thing that I thought was just a beauty. I think it had about 1,200 retweets, so he, that's, a, that's a good coverage. He's got, uh, like, I've, I've heard why he hates Babcock and to each their own and... I you know like I love how he just hates on him. I just love it. Well, here's the thing. I've I've heard Com- uh, Commodore say a lot of things. He's out there in the Calgary in the Calgary you know social media that type of thing. He doesn't hate anybody. No, he's one no. of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. But so Babcock- for him to have this hatred for Babcock and to call him a scumbag and a fraud, yeah, I I you know I wonder where he's. I, I understand what he's saying, or at least I I believe him in what he's saying. I will say that. Um, that uh, one of the uh, like the the tropes out there is that um, uh, Babcock's one of the greatest coaches of all time. I'm like, he, but he's only won one cup. Yeah, and it's based on like his international thing. But I'm pretty That's sure the I, greatest team of all time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could have coached that team to a gold medal because I just would have stood there in a suit. Yeah, Jonathan Taze, Sidney Crosby. Yeah, you know, yeah, just like, starting going down the line yeah, as like, to who was on that like, team. What are, what are we talking about here? Yeah. All right, take Petrangelo. Goal. Like, yeah. it's, it's you could go forever. Uh, the Pens will beat the Hurricanes, and the Devils will beat the Capitals. All right. First round. All right. All right. So, what do you got? I got Tampa Bay beating Carolina. Okay. Toronto beating Montreal would in a, would be an amazing. Oh, that would be so How fantastic. That would, that would be, be fun to watch. Uh, Pittsburgh beating Philadelphia. That would be fun to watch. Also too. fun to. Watch. I, would, I I think I might have just done this for matchups. That that would <laughs> that'd be a dirty series too. Yep. They just yep. they beat the piss out of each other. And so then, much fun. And then more to the point of Washington being complacent, Boston beating Washington. Okay. And I also think Boston is a team that could be complacent too. So, so Toronto doesn't have to beat the boogeyman because nope. you've taken the boogeyman away from them. They're gone. Boogeyman <laughs> is gone. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, in the second round, I got the Lightning to beat the Leafs and the Penguins to beat the Devils. So we're the same, except I got the, the Penguins to beat Boston and I got Tampa Bay to beat the Leafs as well. All right. Uh, in the third round, I got the Lightning to beat the Pens. Same. Okay. And then I got, the, in the Stanley Cup, I got the Knights to beat the Lightning. Wow, they, I like they it. They finished short. I like it. And then the talk of Steven Stamkos not being able to win the big one starts. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, I, that's, go- that's the narrative that's going to happen. I'm going the other direction. I'm saying Tampa Bay beats Colorado, and I think that narrative is done. I think Stamkos gets it. I think Tampa Bay gets another one, and they become one of the... I mean, they're already up there as far as elite franchises. The question is, do they win on a non-goal in Game 6? Think, that is the question. I think they'll, <laughs> I, I'm going to predict they win on a real goal. A goal that actually went in. <laughs> not that not that, we're, uh, not that we're holding on to things. From, yeah, no, we don't hold a grudge. Or we anything. don't hold a grudge from 15 years ago or anything. Oh my God, is that 15 years ago? Yeah, yeah. Right. You know what? I like This may be something that, uh, that people will get upset at me. Um... I never saw footage of it going in. Like I felt like 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 it could have gone in, but the footage was so shitty. I don't know. No, I I cannot confirm that it was in either. You know, uh, the video when you look at that video now, you realize how bad it was in two thousand and four. Oh, you, you forget how God. bad how, how long ago that was. How far we've come, like in yeah. in, in television, to be able to for what we can see now, but. And the, I don't know. And the best angle of it is an elevated angle from behind the goal line, and it looks. Like it is just on the crook of Habi Bulin's pad, right where his ankle meets his foot, and it looks like it's across the line. But based on the the angle of it, there is no way that you can tell if it is actually in. It yeah. is the craziest, closest call I've yeah. ever seen in my life. And and there was no pucks, there was no stoppage, there was like nothing. The play no. just kept on going, and it was just like the most insane thing. But I I still say like 
we had game seven to win too. Yeah. You know, um, after that non-goal, it's almost like they weren't going to win game seven. Yeah, like it was like it was, it, to, I, to I was downtrodden after like, that. I remember. those two goals? Was it Fedotenko? Ruslan Fedotenko scored yeah, the two goals? And, and then, yeah, but, Fedotenko had an amazing game seven. Yeah. Um, that was a that was a fun playoff run. I hope the let, let, you know let's hope we're wrong and the Flames go on another playoff run like that. That'd be sweet. That one was special. If the Flames were to go on a similar playoff run this year, it wouldn't even be the same because because those Flames in that time it, we have been so playoff deprived and that team shouldn't have made it. That team was nothing other than a Ginla and Kipper Kipper. And that's a Regeer. Yeah, that's it. You know that those were the anchors on each position. You know what? We probably win that uh, win if Regier doesn't get injured. Yes. Well, we were down to like our eighth defenseman or something. Tony like Ludman was playing number one minutes. Yeah, we were just uh, you know it was a war of attrition and we just ran out of bodies. Great series by by uh, the Lightning in that one too. Like I actually respect the hell out of that team. I don't hate that team. I don't. I don't. I'm not mad at that team. I think they played an amazing series two Le Cavalier was a great captain you know they had guys that ended up on the flames later like Corey Sarich yes. who's was, was an awesome guy yeah it's uh I have respect for both teams there but it's exciting we got hockey back we're baseball playoffs middle of NFL like what a great great time at basketball starts in two weeks it starts early I can't this believe year. already yeah it starts early this year I think they're trying to eliminate all those back-to-backs to prevent yeah. the load management which is the bane of my existence i guess we but, should i guess we should do some basketball predictions on the next episode i think so i think so right. um also i just read that Kawhi is not doing load management so like he does oh. it for toronto but, but not for la that's so, that's but, interesting though but it's okay i don't care he got us a championship i don't fucking care you can do whatever the hell you want Kawhi. oh no I, you are a fucking god i don't care what he uh, what he does going forward i'm just wondering i'm like is that a good idea yeah that yeah, might not be. It might not. Well, but, but I also heard Paul George is uh, not going to be there for the start of the season. He's too. not going to be there till like the end of November, and he'll be on load management. That could be why that Kawhi is not doing it because Paul George isn't going to be there. Interesting. We'll have to see how that goes. All right. So that's been our episode for this week. Next week we will do our NBA predictions. Uh, um, Mike will probably. Um, he was right last year. He picked Toronto to win over Golden State. Nailed it. He nailed it. Um, so let's see if uh, the crystal ball of, of Mike's head will will tell us what we're going to do. Uh, no picks this week. because We'll we, have picks next week. We forgot. <laughs> so, so that's we'll, that. We'll strap for time. I don't want to give you guys some shit picks for no reason. Exactly. Exactly. Like we want. Mike wants to make you money. He doesn't want to hurt you. I, he I doesn't want to hurt your wallet. I want to take the time. It. I want to actually look at it. Have a good night, everybody, and see you next week. See you next week.